And we're back Monday, December 27th, 2021. I'm Stephen Sersky. Thanks for joining me. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Good Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy holidays. Seasons greetings and all that. I was going to post over the weekend. Never did get around to it. Just got busy. And the reason I got busy was because I was cooking, <laughs> of all things. So when I left you on Thursday night, uh, you'll recall I had just come back from a uh, uh, unofficial get-together with a bunch of colleagues and uh, workmates, uh, current and former, no future workmates. <laughs> uh, and I was sort of... Uh, Commenting on how some of us could be a little bit crotchety at times. Well, it was a good Christmas overall. I didn't get to call home. Uh, and one of the reasons I, I never did get to call back is because on Saturday, I took it upon myself to finally try to make something traditional, to make the things that I am used to on Christmas. Now, typically, these, these would have been made actually... Way, way before the day, like several days before my mom would typically get Christmas uh, dinner ready, like Christmas, especially Christmas Eve ready, or, uh, and then we'd have some of the, like some leftovers from Christmas Eve on Christmas Day itself, and then of course we have uh, other additives, but then the other thing with these meals, like the family meals, is that you would have the family pitching in, so you'd have someone in charge of this, you know, maybe two or three things, one or two things, and that's it. Or as I was trying to do it all myself. And I was only trying to make two or three things, and it took all day. So, Friday night, we were going to go to church. Now, I worked on Friday, and I, I can hold this. I got up Friday morning, after Thursday night's um, escapades. I got up Friday morning, I did my workout. I got it done. I got my, my full-on uh, high-intensity workout uh, done, so that's, I felt very good about that. But then throughout the day, I mean, I'm like, I know I got... there's I can't expedite the things I need to do because I'm at work, right? I can't go in and get anyone to go shopping for me or anything. There's no one who can go, oh, wait, could you put the rice on, right? It's not going to happen. It's got to wait. Anyway, so Friday night comes, and I was thinking... Well, can we go to Midnight Mass or not? Like, we've done this before a couple of years ago. Uh, and we typically do this in uh, Canada as well. But I look up the um, a church that we normally go to, which is just south of Wang Fu Jing. Uh, and I've already forgotten that. Is it St. Michael's or St. Mayor's? Just south of uh, Wang Fu Jing. One stop. Like, it's one block. So, one, like, one and a half block. One, one large Beijing city block uh, south of Wang Fu Jing. So it's not the it's not the cathedral that's on, or it's not the massive church that's on Wang Fujing. It's it's south of that. And the very very odd thing was that the we didn't know if it was going to be open. So we look on the map, and sure enough, there's a, a message saying that this business is closed, right? And we look. I look on the other one in Wang Fujing. It says this place is uh, either closed or it's restricted viewing. And there's another one, Siren uh, Umen, I think is the uh, other church in w the western part of Beijing. And that one said it, it had been closed since middle of November. So I guess because of the uh, most recent uh, 
what do you call it, variant. Uh, these places are no longer letting just anyone come in. And even the one in Wangfu Jing, I think you needed to have a reservation. Now, that one always needs a reservation. So that wasn't the big concern with that one. It was the other ones that never needed uh, reservations. All of a sudden, they were closed. So n rather than take our chances in the, the really cold weather, because Beijing has gotten cold. There's been a Siberian wind that's come south. And it's just whipping the whole like northern part of the country. It's, and the temperature doesn't look bad. Minus 10 doesn't look bad. But then you go outside and the windshield spikes that temperature, I tells you. It, it, it's brutal to be out there. It just saps all of your energy. And riding to work on Friday was, oh, it just took a lot out of you. It took a lot out of me. And so Friday night, we're like, well, do we really want to take the chance of going all the way out there, only to be told that it's not going to be going on. You know what? We can just go to bed and wake up and do what we have to do tomorrow. If church services were canceled, or at least reserved or restricted, I mean, planning them last minute wasn't going to work anyway. So that being the case, go to bed. Fine. So that's Friday. Freezing cold. No church service. No midnight mass. I think we were in bed by 11 anyway. Saturday morning. Alright. So, what are we going to do? Well, I was kind of on the edge because I was look, thinking about this for a while. I mentioned this last week. I'd like to make some of these things that I've grown up with. Namely, kutia and pierogies. Now, this doesn't sound very difficult. <laughs> it's not true. Pierogies don't sound very difficult. The kutia, it's like, oh, that's, that's a good one to take on. Well, it's not as easy as it looks. It's not, it's not overly complicated, but it has to be made in a certain way in order for it to turn out the way that you'd, ex you'd sort of traditionally have it. And so there was two things working against me on this. Uh, number one was time, because I didn't set the rice to sit overnight in the pot of water like you're supposed to. And number two, I didn't have poppy seeds. and Because I mentioned, I mentioned last week that poppy seeds are illegal. They're banned in, in China. You can't get them. Uh, so that will already take away one of the flavors that you're used to in Kucha. So I... All right, all right. I don't really... I mean, I'm looking up. I'm reading um, this book by Oresha um, Trach. is the first star I see tonight. This is the Christmas book about Ukrainian uh, traditions. And, uh, I mean, their chapter about kutia, there's a whole article on kutia. says, I mean, it was made with wheat or rice or whatever grains were left over, basically, uh, at the end of the harvest. But whatever was around, you put it in a pot, you let it soak, and then the next day you boil a little bit, throw honey in, and poppy seeds, and you're done. Like, that's, that, there's your kutia, right? Oh, shoot, you know what I forgot to do? Ugh, oh, I forgot to throw it against the wall. Shoot. Ah, oh, well, well. This is, I'm not surprised because I, I was sort of learning how to do this as I went. So, uh, anyway, on Saturday morning, I'm like, all right, well, we may as well try this. You know, let's, let's, let's give it a go. So I had rice, organic brown rice, and I thought I could expedite the process by just cooking it. Well, it turns out, I mean, if you cook it, cook rice... Or if you let it soak overnight, there's a there's a difference in the texture, uh, particularly in the flavor, but mostly in the texture of the uh, 
uh, of the, the final green. Uh, now, to me, am I going, you know, does it make a difference? I don't know. I, I guess traditionally it's just soaked overnight, for, but that's to take the kernels off so that it softens and it cooks quicker the next day which I guess what you're supposed to do is soak it and then just before the meal, like, you, you you know, as you're leading up to the family dinner at night, that's when you turn the pot on, you heat it up, you throw in the rest of the ingredients, and it's good to go, right? So it's all, like, within 40 minutes. I, I wasn't really thinking of that because, I mean, like, it's just going to be us eating anyway. So at 10 o'clock, I threw in the rice, and I'm like, well, I'll just cook it, you know, and then let it sit for a while. I also sorely um, miscalculated how many cups of rice I needed. I put four cups of rice into a little pot, and my girlfriend's like, how many? <laughs> four cups? She's like, this must be good. Uh, yeah, it filled up a whole wok worth of rice. Like, I, I had to transfer it from the little pot. I dumped it into the wok, and I poured some water into there uh, to help soak it up even a little bit more. And yeah, by the time we got back from shopping, it was it was it was three quarters full in the wok. The W O K, the, the this Chinese cooking pot that we have, basically. And so yeah, that was a lot of rice. I ended up taking out half of it, putting it into containers, and um, she took some home with her, just the plain rice, and then the rest of it I made. So basically, I only needed two cups of rice. Even like one cup of rice would have been good enough just to try it out, right? So I have that going. And then so the next thing that you're supposed to make is the milk and honey mixture. So I had that. I'm like, okay, honey is not a problem. I got lots of different types of honey, two or three different types. Plus I have brown sugar if I absolutely need. So I got that. Now milk is not typically put in kutya because on Christmas Eve you don't have dairy meat or dairy products. But I was looking at a recipe online, and they were saying, well, our family usually had milk in it. I'm like, well, you know what, since it's Christmas Day, it doesn't really matter. Uh, the fasting time is over. Now this is, we're into um, <laughs> the next portion of the Christmas calendar, the, the Christian calendar. So with that, I put in some milk, mixed it with the uh, the honey, shook it up in my uh, those athletic bottle, sports bottles things. Shook it up, poured a bunch in there, and then let it sit. I roasted some walnuts, which I let in, left in the oven too long, so some of those burned. But uh, that's fine. Okay, whatever. So throw the walnuts in there. And I find it, like, later on when I went to serve this thing, I'm like, oh, it's, it's yeah. And I see why you're supposed to start it early. Because even by the time I had, like, I left it in the pot all day soaking... It wasn't enough. It wasn't soupy enough. It wasn't creamy enough, which is what you want with uh, the kutia. The and I'm like, okay, so that's why you start it the night before, <laughs> right? Or two days before, whatever. And the other thing about this kutia is that it actually, apparently the flavors, like it, 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 it matures. So it's almost like a wine. It actually gets better um, for the f- little while afterwards. Up until about two weeks, I think. And then after that, I think it starts going bad. Um, or at least not as good. So the only other thing that I had on the side was a, a, a bunch of cranberries. And I'm thinking, well, because it was when I was eating it the first time with just the walnuts, I'm going, yeah, you know, it is kind of missing the flavors, like a, a, like a fruity flavor, a bit of natural sugar. 
And there's no point in putting more honey in because then it would just taste like honeyed rice pudding. So, all right, fine. I toss in a bunch of cranberries, uh, this whole box of like, you know, 400 grams or 300 grams or something like that. And uh, sure enough, the next day I tried it. It was far better. I mean, because the cranberries had had time to steep in there, to soak in. And yeah, it was a lot better. Today I had some more. And yeah, it tastes a lot better than it did on Saturday. So this is already two days after I made the thing. And it finally tastes like, okay, that's passable. I mean, people wouldn't be offended by this kucha, basically. So the other thing we got done. And so the kucha, I'll, I'll chalk it up as like sort of a 50-50. Uh, I'm not going to hold it against myself. It's my first time ever making this. And I made it with rice rather than with uh, wheat. That's fine. Not a problem. I'm, again, not going to hold that against myself. The other thing we made were pierogies. Now, there is another guy at work uh, who had recently made pierogies from scratch, which is what I was going to do. And I could have cheated, and I could have got out the, uh, the jiaozi uh, shells. And the jiaozi are like you, your Chinese dumpling pie shells, or not pie shells, dough shells that are pre-made. I'm like, no, I want to make these from scratch. Like, that's it. Now, I didn't, I didn't make them entirely from scratch, as my, my girlfriend did make the dough. I asked her, do you know how to make dough? She's like, yep. Five minutes later, there was dough, <laughs> which would have been is far faster than I would have made it. So she had that, that ready, and we had to make this um, in a certain order, because like as the kuchiao was sort of sitting there steeping, we started making these. We boiled the potatoes. Um, that took a little while, softened those up. And then making the dough, getting that all set up. So we made everything from scratch, uh, all pretty natural ingredients. Ingredients We made uh, potato and cheddar cheese pierogies, which again, these would not be served on Christmas Eve. These would be served on Christmas Day. And there, again, it goes back to uh, milk and dairy would not be allowed, at least not in my household, on Christmas Eve. Again, since it was Christmas Day, go for it. The other type of pierogies that we would make back um, if it was Christmas Eve, we would make sauerkraut pierogies. So those, this was the other thing I was looking for. This colleague, he, I guess he's uh, partially Polish, um, and he had made this casserole dish of pierogies, uh, sauerkraut, and kobasa. Now, he makes his own sausage, so that I'm like, well, where can I get natural um, made like sat sausage on Saturday afternoon. We went and found a place called Ishodien, and it was terrible. It was it was like these. It was supposed to be the hard bean sausages from like northeast China, uh, yeah, northeast China, and it just wasn't. Nah, the quality wasn't there. So I got to find a better place. If you can find a Russian place, they have decent, uh, like actually imported sausages. There's a German. Uh, deli or rest, uh, shop not far from our workplace but it's really far from where I live so I'm like yeah, no, I'm not going to go that far luckily I got the sauerkraut at the local mart at the local April Gourmet but the sausage yeah, um, I had to make do with what I bought there and I had a little bit left over from um, a while ago when I had bought a bunch of kubasat from one of these Russian places so we ended up settling we were going to make all of this together and my girlfriend was horribly confused about what i was doing she thought i was going to be putting 
the like with the dough that I was going to be putting the kutia with the cabbage with the kubasa inside of the dough. I know. No, they're two separate dishes. I don't know how to explain this. Like because I am using these words kutia, pierogies, and kubasa. And she's like she's like no idea what I'm talking about. I mean, it's almost as bad as when she's talking Chinese about some of the things. And I'm like, I, you know, oh, where's the automatic translation when you need it, right? But as it may, I mean, she she did help out. It wasn't until later on that she saw that they were two or three different dishes. And with the, the kubasa and the cabbage, now there's a couple ways. Again, you can make uh, cabbage pierogies. And then add the kubasa after, like so you cook them up separately. Or what we did is that we made cheddar cheese and potato pierogies, dumplings. We put kubasa, uh, kubasa and cabbage on top, or, or sauerkraut on top, and we cooked those all together. Separate from the kutia. Kutia is eaten separately. <laughs> so we had that all cooked up. The only other thing that I had... Uh, us go get was whipping cream now I mentioned this before that this is unique to my family wherein for whatever reason I don't know why my side of the family did it we used to put sweet cream or whipping cream like the stuff that you whip to make like like whipped cream that stuff we would put it on our pierogies I don't know where we got it from all I know is I remember my dad saying he never liked sour cream uh, so we just ended up having sweet cream instead <laughs> yep, sure enough, my girlfriend's like, what? You put that on your, your, your dumplings? Yes. So we go ahead and eat. And I put my sweet cream on it. And there's not enough salt in the pierogi, so they're a bit bland. We didn't put enough cheese in there either, I can tell. And so she tastes it. She's like, I'm going to put jiaozi sauce on it. So she ended up putting jiaozi hot sauce on these pierogies. Uh, which I've never seen before, but let's be honest, they're the same thing, aren't they? A dumpling is a dumpling is a dumpling. Do you put jiaozi sauce on it, or do you put sweet cream, or which the other thing that I had made was butter and onions. I'd cook that all up, and I spread that out on top. So overall, I mean, it wasn't an abject failure. No one got sick, no one died, okay, so that's good. Uh, but uh, in terms of, like, authentic taste quality... <laughs> Authentic quality of taste, I don't know, um, yeah, oof, the pierogies were okay, the kubasa was alright, the butter and onions were great, uh, but the kucha needed a couple days more uh, of steeping, and I still have like a bucket of it to go through, so I'm going to be eating that for the next week or so, not a problem, this was a learning experience, this was a lot, <laughs> first time I've ever done it, so I'm, I posted pictures up on Facebook, and actually surprised i think that's most people have ever liked my pictures before uh so uh they're all complimenting me it was very good i mean i'm i'm happy i did it and i can see how going forward like what i would have to do next in order to actually make it a bit better i think the next style of pierogies that i would try i would try actually to make the uh, the sauerkraut pierogies so the cat like the i call cabbage because my mom used to make it all from scratch she'd go get cabbage and she would um like lay out these like I don't know how you I didn't even I don't know I asked the guy at uh, at work like how do you make cabbage like sauerkraut and he's like you don't have time <laughs> just go buy it okay um but I remember my mom making these things before 
So I don't know how she did it, but she would buy these like massive amounts of like two or three cabbages and put them all out and then shred them and everything. So I remember the whole house used to smell of uh, capusta, of cabbage, of sauerkraut. And so, I mean, when I finally put the cabbage into the pot to cook with the other stuff, that was the smell of Christmas right there. I mean, that, that there's your, your, your Ukrainian household at Christmas time is that smell of cooking kapusta, cook, cooking uh, cabbage, right? That's what it is. Uh, throw on top of that, you've got butter and onions, cooked butter and onions. That You walk into any uh, Ukrainian household, that's the smell right there. That It's not garlic. It's not dill. It's butter, onions, and cooked kapusta, cooked cabbage. <laughs> I did not share this with anybody else because I was, I'm like, this is, no, I'm not sharing the first attempt. I don't need any more people laughing at me for this one. I'll take this, thank you for the compliments about the pictures, great, but I'm going to keep this one aside. Maybe if someone really wants to try it, they can have a cupful, but I mean, I'm not giving out portions of this. Maybe the second attempt. So this is something, again, going forward making things a little bit better over time and uh, learning how the how to cook <laughs> right learning how to cook basically and so with this whole this cooking thing uh, the only other thing and one thing I did realize was that the reason why you'd start this earlier is because it did take all day like for the kutya to, to settle to to sort of uh, soften up to make the pierogies it took forever um and my girlfriend asked me she's like well like why would you would you make these at home or would you go buy them and i'm like well you very good question why would my mom make them if you could go buy them well i think one of the reasons it was ease of access so like if the, like the church they only sell them on certain days right if you don't go pick them up then you have to make them yourself number two is quantity like, my mom raised a very large family, five kids, right? So, you know, <laughs> producing enough pierogies for that many people coming over, I, I, it would be too expensive. It'd be, you know, even at $6 a, um, a dozen, 50 cents a piece. Well, you could buy a bag of flour, and I mean, if it's just going to take you a day to do, that's what they would do is that my mom and my baba and my, my grandparents would just sit down for a day and they would make pierogies. <laughs> they would have pierogies in the freezer, right? You'd cook because whatever you don't eat, you can freeze. I mean, especially potato and cheddar cheese or sauerkraut. I mean, they're not going to go bad. You freeze them. You you boil them up. You freeze them, and that's it. The one issue, and one of the reasons why it took us so long to make pierogies, was because I ran out of pots. I didn't have any pots to boil. Like I don't have any big pots to boil with, since the big wok was being used for kutya. I had to use one of the smaller pots that I have, and so I could only fit five pierogies in at a time. Well, when you have two or three dozen pierogies sitting in front of you, boiling them five at a time sure takes a while. So <laughs> that was a bit of an issue as well. And had I had another pot as well, I could have mixed up the, the butter and the onions um, a little bit better on that day. As it was on Christmas Day, I put the butter and onions on top, and I didn't cook everything together. I was like, no, forget it. We didn't have the, the kubasa and uh, cabbage until the day after. So it was 
two variations of the same meal, basically. But anyway, learning experience. I'm glad I did it. Bucket list check. Did my kuchiats. Sadly, it's not really a bucket list because it's, well, if this is your tradition. Guess what happens? You do it again later, right? You do it again next year. Oh, well, whatever. Anyway, fun times, fun stuff. I uh, hope you guys had a pretty good Christmas. And uh, I did send out a few messages to people. Not everybody I wanted to, so I'll get to those over the week. Um, as it is, uh, even the people who I've I talked to about being on my podcast, I want to get in touch with as well, because that's been a couple months. I've let that lag behind. I uh, hope you guys are doing well. I did a lot of uh, catching up today with my website as well. Updated quite a bit of that stuff. Um, a lot of the December drumming tracks are now nicely organized on my uh, on the page there. Same with my audio blog. Updated that page as well. You can head on over there, stevensierski.com. That's where I've put all those uh, tracks and all the audio blogs from the last month or so. And uh, as it's going on, I'm filling out the rest of the days for December drumming because that's going to come to a close uh, this Friday and then open up a page for January 2022. Can't believe it, right? It's the last week of 2021. Still going on, still staying strong, right? Keep it going. Just keep productive. Keep whatever you're doing, do more of it, right? Well, no, no, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> whatever positive thing and whatever pro- progressive thing or productive thing that you're doing, keep doing it. Do more of it. Don't stop just because the year is going to flip over, right? I mean, the year is just a number. Our lives are just numbers as well. But each day, boy, I'll tell you, they do go fast. Hope you guys enjoyed that. I have a new blog post in the works as well. It's a review of my 2021. I hope you guys sit down and think about what you accomplished this year or what maybe what you didn't accomplish this year so you can get some, some idea, formulate an idea for what you're going to do next year what's coming out even though again just a number all you got to do put put the pieces in order get them in order and start ticking boxes i mean one step at a time 10 minutes here 10 minutes there one day here one week there and you'll get it done i know because that's what i'm doing (laughs) it works 10 minutes just try 10 minutes 20 minutes do that see how it goes i'll leave it there thanks for listening folks i appreciate it By all means, check out my website, stephenserski.com. Hope you had a great Christmas and are having a happy holidays. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.